0: To go downtown hey downtown, yeah. downtown. you about to go downtown good morning good afternoon good night and welcome to another week's episode of downtown world with your girl k don't waste no time with negativity now i'm truly excited um to have you guys meet natasha renee today and this relationship for me has formulated off of the strength of like the beauty of networking. Um, We both equally were at an event that, you know, we weren't too, privy to like how to maneuver how to do things but i'm really happy we were able to connect and she is a black queen out here doing the work she works at forbes for the culture she does serial entrepreneurship for herself and her own independent businesses and i will let <laughs> natasha explain a bit more when she can get to support your girlfriends and all the beautiful work that she's a part of so hi natasha <laughs> hi hey thank you so much
1: for having me how are you doing
0: today? I'm I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I try my best not to waste any time with negativity. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a positive. We have to think about everything that's positive, regardless of what negativity is
0: going on around us. Literally, literally. So I want to just start off right from the top with you. Like, it's a whole panini, something none of us in the world have ever experienced before. Hence why I was able to even like connect with you because had they have had... Um, An in-person summit, probably I wouldn't have been able to make it. But as you can see, businesses have been forced to curate and navigate around the new world. So how have you been doing with all of this health-wise, family-wise, friendship-wise, the whole tea? <laughs> I, I say, you know, for other people,
1: I haven't lost anyone, you know, thank God for that. But I've thrived during a pandemic like for me it was different because I'm an introvert because I say to myself it was easier for me to navigate like especially with my kids I have two kids that's in boarding school so for me them being at home was a great thing because they're always gone so like I said Everybody, oh my gosh, my kids are at home. We have to do it. I'm like, no, my kids are at home. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, I started my podcast. She mentioned support your girlfriends and Forbes culture and being a member of part of um, Forbes culture also. I, I did all of that in the pandemic because I had time. So the pandemic allowed me to have time to do things that I said I didn't have time to do.
0: Mm. Now, I'm sorry to get so deep so quick, but just that simple phrase alone shows the amount of conditioning that has been done to all of us. I was Mm -hmm. allowed time. Like, our time is ours. I don't remember ever signing a contract or anything or giving that away to anybody. But yet still, so many of us entrepreneurs, Black women, Black queens can say, I was finally given time, allowed time. Like, yeah. ain't nobody who who are we asking permission but it it just shows how much like reconditioning unconditioning like stimulating, just all these things that we've had to go through on in every aspect of our life including parenting
1: yes definitely like like you said of uh, allowed, and it's our time but but we're so used to this is what we do now. We go to our nine to five. After we go there, we go home, we cook, we clean, we study, and then we don't have the time. And I always say as a mother, and I'm learning because believe it or not, both of my kids are now officially teenagers with my daughter as of tomorrow or in two days, she'll be a teenager. Happy but birthday. I was <laughs> I was so used to I had to do everything for else that when they did go to boarding school. I had to take a step back because now it was just me. Like, what am I going to do yeah. for me? And I remember the dean of um, the uh, housing, she had gave me a chicken um, noodle soup for the soul for women and gave me a journal and said, you need to figure out what you're going to do with your life right now.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. I am not a parent, and, but I, I sympathize, empathize. Um, and congratulate the ones that I do know including you all the time because it's not easy I've worked with kids for over 10 years I'm able to send them back to their parents call (laughs) them to come and pick them up when they are just not acting right well parents you don't have that luxury they are stuck 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 right so I shouldn't say stuck because it's not like a bad thing no you get what I'm saying (laughs) you get what I'm saying and I literally just had this conversation with my mother and I love hearing your perspective as a mother because of course I was speaking to her as a daughter to her to a mom and I was like listen I'm your youngest baby and I just turned 30 like live your life like I had to tell her live your life I'm like what is it that you like to do like what is it take out everybody take out what is something that you've always wanted to do and like you know I was sad that you know I brought her to tears but I knew what I was saying was out of like just as women no matter what age you are and everything that's happening that empty nesting and all of those things like you have to find the things and funny you said chicken um soup for the soul for women because she has I think every single series of that book that you could have had, like, <laughs> she has an Alice, And I'm like, have you ever really taken it and really mm-hmm. read and put those things into practice? So what are one of the things, Natasha, that you could share out there with the moms, future moms, women, to say that's something that you've done for you, had nothing to do with your kids, nothing to do with, you know, any relationships, just the relationship with self
1: um this step um like i said during the pandemic like me starting uh focusing on journalism so one thing i think i mentioned when we were in the networking room what, yeah, i don't know what called by it, the bar in the, in the gather in the gather room by the bar right i i have over uh 11 years of purchasing and procurement experience and because i was a mom I knew I had to have a job, I had to have this, I had to feed my kids, I had to do this. So I pushed journalism aside and I stopped writing. Like I wrote a little bit, but I stopped. I completely stopped writing. And I'm like, no, it's not gonna pay the bills. Always in my head, mentally as a mother, I thought my gift is not gonna get me where i need to be mm. but my gift now within mm. the past year has gotten me to me 2k has gotten me in these circle of the support your girlfriends everything because i have a gift and i write like i write now i am a creative writer for nowprmagazine.com and i write a monthly series called case of the x and it's a short story series but They wouldn't have known that if I didn't have the podcast. And that was the one thing. That's why I always say my podcast is my baby
0: because that was the step that I took out for me. Talk that talk. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can visualize like everyone watching this and just like not in agreement, like everything you're saying is resonating. And I, and I love that for you. And I, and I pray that for all of us out there, um, no matter what sex, gender you subscribe to, but like, I really wish that all for us because that's even what this whole community environment that I'm building is about Mm -hmm. helping others to win. So let's dig a little bit into that mindset, right? Because I feel like motherhood is one mindset that is kind of forced on you to get it together (laughs) as much as you can Mm -hmm. during the time as you're like incubating the beautiful human that you're making. And then as well, getting in the mindset to get to the stage where you're like my podcast mm-hmm. is my baby that shows priority that shows you knowing what's important to you and what's not important to you right so mm-hmm. if you can speak on how you were able to get yourself in a mindset of efficient entrepreneurship because okay. you had to manage your the time for those you know that are wanting what's efficient Entrepreneurship, managing that time, and it's something we can always learn. But what what are some of the ways you getting in that mindset?
1: So, I'm not dampering the moat, but I feel like people need to hear my story. All about and, the real. And because of my story, and to let people know, it's never too late. So I'm 38, and I lost my mother at the age of 16. My stepfather. I lost him when he when I was 13. So I lost both my parents by the age of 16. Uh, my, My real biological dad, I do talk to him, but he's not in my life like he should be. So I moved from one state to another state. And again, me becoming an introvert was because of the fact that I lost my mom. I fell back. I fell completely back. Even when I got to college, I wasn't doing what I needed to do because I didn't know how to handle loss. Even though I smile, like everybody sees me, I smile all the time. And I always tell people, you don't know my story unless you talk to me. Because when they hear it, it's like, oh, my gosh. So a couple of years ago, I feel like it's been about five years. My, I'm my mother's only child, but my dad has 10 kids and one of my brothers died tragically. And it hit home, but it didn't really hit home because I didn't really know him. And I think about three years ago, and I can't believe it's been that long, my sister died right after him tragically. And that's the one that hit because I knew her as a child. I I was the one who always try to help her and mold her do the things for her so she could succeed and you know she got addicted to drugs she was lost in the streets and like I said she passed away tragically and that's when I thought like I have to do what's best for me I can't continue to try to help other people because I want these relationships with my siblings, I want these relationships with my family, but I'm like, my friends are my family. The people that I meet you know, and network with, you, you build these relationships, you be, build these long going friendships and families. So it's like, I have everything that I need in my circle. Now I have to learn how to make myself believe that I have everything. Because again, like I said, mm. I set mm. so much aside that mm. I doubt Make myself that, believe yep, that I have. I doubt it. That yes. I didn't have it. Like even when I started writing uh, for Nicole for her her website, I was completely scared. Like I'm like I haven't written since I was 18, literally. And I'm like 20 years later. I'm like I don't think I have it. I don't. I don't think it's there. I'm like, no, it's not going to work. So then she gave me a challenge. She's like, I need you to write something. She gave me a month to write it. And I'm like, okay, let me put this together. I sent it to her. And then she writes me back. I want you to do a monthly series for me on my magazine. And I'm like, do I really have it? So each month, I'm literally, K okay, writing these stories. And I'm like, I do have it. People do like the things that I write. And I'm like, I found my niche. But it took darkness for me to see the light
0: within myself. Mm. Mm. So, so many powerful statements within everything you said. And your story is so beautiful. And thank you for your courage. You know, I, I feel like never in my life have I seen so many Black women in a healthy way, share their experiences in efforts to really encourage and help others. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like before when I would hear a lot of Black women's stories, it was out of exploration of like pity or like, you know, where there's definitely times where, you know, that's deemed, but I mean, like during the pandemic, just openly seeing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and knowing that, we're not alone. No. Like we have all this in and then the main, someone else just like, yeah, I can relate. This happened to me X, Y, Z. So thank you for your courage. No problem. <laughs> thank you so much for that. And, you know, I hope that everyone can hear what you're sharing and know that there's no age on it. And nope. You may have everything, but it takes the realization
1: that you have it. You have to believe within yourself that you the have knowing,
0: it. the yep. knowing. It's so powerful. Like people speak about manifestation, but it's also the knowing. It's not like hope yep. and manifestation. It's knowing and manifesting. Because if, if you're not too sure about it, but you're manifesting it, it's already uh yep. an off an off equation. So <laughs> Right. We just have to be mindful of those things, right? So think when you were creating your podcast, right? How did you come up with the concept of like the name and really like starting <laughs> at like episode one?
1: Okay. I'm ready for this story. <laughs> so a few a few years back, someone was on uh Facebook and I can't remember who it was. And she it was like, if you had to post a, and put together a title of your life, what what would you name your book? And so everybody's putting names up. And then I just randomly put disaster dating one-on-one, what not to do while dating. And so everybody was like, oh, that's funny, whatever. And my friends always say, I had one friend. she will always ask me about my dates and she knew that they were bad So, but she will always like it because she thought it was funny she's like I don't know how you meet these men so I was like why don't I come up with a book called Disaster Dating 101 what not to do while dating and I was like it'll be fiction but it sounds like a self-help but it was going to be stories of a woman going through dating and trying to find love but the issue with the book was i'm single so i'm like do i want her to find her prince charming the traditional oh she finds love in the end or i'm like do i want her to be single and that's Mm -hmm. why i took a pause on it because i'm like in reality i'm single Mm -hmm. i haven't found my prince charming and in reality Some people are single and they date. So I'm like, how do I want this book to end? So I put a big pause on it. And like I said, I started doing things for me. So I started working with a videographer and um, starting doing stuff in DC with him. And so I started writing a little bit. So I told him, I was like, hey, let's come up with a podcast. And it would be focused on um, mental health. Because he's a double amputee. He lost both his legs in a car accident. No, a motorcycle accident. And we both had issues with like dating and dealing with, you know, depression and just mental health. So I was like, let's put it together. Let's put a podcast together and call it Two Dope Dope Guys and a Girl. That was my idea originally. And they kind of saw it on it. They they saw a long stall on it. And I'm like, okay. And the reason I went to them is because I didn't know how to do audio. And I thought that with a podcast, you had to do audio. So in the back of my head, I had this podcast in in my head. And I'm listening to The Breakfast Club. And it's a guy talking about um, podcasts and your rights and everything. And literally, Kay I wrote out 12 episodes right there literally I put who I wanted on there what I wanted the podcast to be about and I put all this stuff together and I had a friend who did a podcast but he did it by himself and so I asked him I'm like I feel like I have to have a co-host and he's like no if you do a podcast you just have to know to talk by yourself and I'm like I don't want this to be just me so one of my friends um went to college with me shout out to Norfolk state Uh, she we went to a Norfolk state event and we saw each other there and we lived right down the street from each other and she was telling me how one of her friends asked her to be on a podcast because she's a psychotherapist Mm. and I'm like well hey Robin do you think that you can come on a couple of times for my podcast she's like hey I'm down so I have all this stuff on how to do a podcast, but I don't know how to do a podcast. podcast. So then that goes back to the whole support your girlfriends thing. Mm. So I'm in these virtual webinars and I meet a woman by the name of Lindsay Christian and she's hosted for Forbes before. I think she was on NBC. She she does a lot of um, hosting events. And she hosted a a book release. And I was there for that one. And then she hosted another event with this group. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's really good. So we ended up in the kind of like us in the networking room together, but it was supposed to be a whole bunch of people, but it was just us. So she's like, hey, you know, what's your name? What do you do? And I told her, you know, what I did, but I said, you know, I was interested in, You know creating a podcast out of nowhere oh I can help you what's your email address real real story (laughs) like what's your email address she's like I will send you the information on how to start a podcast just um go to this um after you know after the event look out for an email and then you know let me know if it works sure enough I think like a week later she sent me the link to anchor and she's like it's real simple just literally record and that's it and I'm like wow I don't know this woman never met her and I went to another event and it was the support your girlfriend's event and then they you know offered the membership I joined the group and the woman that's over it Nakia she is she does PR Mm -hmm. And come to find out she knew Lindsay and she's like, yes, Mm -hmm. Lindsay is one of our glossy, glossy posse sisters. So the glossy posse was like everyone that can be an influencer as far as uh, personalities that's on TV, women that are over editors and chief of well-known magazines. That's the glossy posse. So, come to find out, Lindsay was in the group also. So, that's why I said, like, that big circle in the pandemic yes, of yes. these women that are in t- two totally different states. I think Lindsay is further down south, and I think Nakia is like up, up north in New York somewhere.
0: That is beautiful. And shout yeah. outs to you, Queens, for just like, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Being the student at the right time and being the teacher at the right time. And, you know, I'm learning that uh, the older and more I grow into my womanhood. So if you could speak on a a staple question that we ask here at Downtown World, right? What is a situation? It doesn't have to be recent where it was definitely negative. No questions asked. It was a negative situation. But somehow, some way, you found a way, Natasha, not to waste (laughs) any time with negativity,
1: I don't want to talk <laughs> about this, but I feel that I should. So, with podcasting, and I think Kay, hey, and and the reason I'm bringing this up is because you're a woman, also. Okay. I think we we deal with a lot of we we can't be ourselves when it comes to sometimes dealing with men. Some men take things totally left. And they don't understand how to have a working relationship with a woman. And I'll leave it to say it. Insert Jamaican horn
0: here. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I was a guest host on a platform and I was doing it for a while. It was going well, going great. And I didn't see any issues with, you know, with us recording together. I could kind of see the little snippets of the flirtation, but I I always kept it professional. I even said like, hey, this is a great thing. I don't want to mess it up. Like, let's keep this professional. And it didn't go left as far as him hitting on me. It went left with me hanging out. We all went out, you know, to hang out. And I started talking to someone at the bar. And I guess he felt some type of way. And he sent me like this nasty text message, like literally saying you're trifling, you're this, you're that. And I'm just like, I was hurt. And typical Tasha, and not Natasha Renee, typical Tasha would have sucked it up and continued to work with this person. I wouldn't have said anything. I would have, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, because. I was that kid that people used to tease, so I'm used to the negativity coming on me, and just still acting Actual like pattern. Yeah. Yep, nothing happened, and it got to me, and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't work with someone like this. I can't do this. So, I I snapped, but the good in that is I stuck up for myself in that situation. Um, It was was very uncomfortable. Like, I really wasn't wanna say anything. It was very uncomfortable situation, but it's like, don't allow one person. You know, everyone isn't the same, but then I also learned within that, that I have to say, when you see the flirtation, when you see the signs, say something then to prevent what happens. So now I'm learning that when I do work with men, I have to say, Look, this is a work relationship. this is what it is. we're professionals, like even if we have to sign something, I'm willing to sign something, but this is work based only
0: one thousand percent, and thank you for your vulnerability in sharing that because it's a it's a touchy one. I relate on yeah. it, <laughs> I relate on <laughs> all sides. I I I've gotten beside myself you know and gave into the energy when you know like we can't <laughs> smile we can't do anything because it, it they're gonna take it as <laughs> oh she's she's into me and it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh like this is just my my personality yep, and it's, yep. it's it's such a game of tennis it's such a game of tennis if there's something well you did you did share a key a key um advice that I it's weird for me at what stage to implement it, but that's something I I definitely also do where you mentioned, you know, you let them know at the beginning, this is strictly professional, you know, yeah. work relationship, no funny business type of situation, you know, um, and that's unfortunate. And, you know, that just showcases a lot of people's insecurities. And I feel like that's yes. like the root of that. Like, you know, you can't have like a good, smart, educated like woman around you, you without having to like claim her as like your property right uh, it seems like the running theme in this is like we have to be claiming a lot of things that I don't remember us as women yes giving permission <laughs> to say no permission can I give you permission yes yeah 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 that well thank you so Um, A staple thing we also say here at Downtown World is eat fruit and mind your business, okay? (laughs) Yes. So say that with the most respect, right? It's good for us. It's good for the skin, the yoni, and you be minding your business all at the same damn time. So love it.
1: (laughs) Yes, mind your
0: business. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So another staple question that we have is you have the five elements, right? You have air, earth, water fire and spirit which element do you feel like represents or you resonate with the most and why I would say
1: spirit um because I'm a spiritual person and like literally every morning that I wake up like let this be a good day please allow the people that are around me to be around me um, you know please lead me in the right path and because of how I you know had my affirmations in the morning sometimes I have the sticky notes to get me through yeah. you know faith is what got me through in life literally yeah
0: so yeah speak on like a time when you really had to use <laughs> your faith and it worked out for the better. Um, now,
1: <laughs> um. one thing about me, Kay, I'm very open with my life, literally, because I always feel like there's someone who needs to hear this. So pandemic, like I said, um, my regular nine to five, I I can tell that, you know, they were getting rid of people and I knew that they were... I knew I was next because I was last to hire, first to fire. Yeah, and so I'm really like, God, how am I going to like get through this whole thing? Because I'm already, you know, I have my apartment, my kids are here. Like, what, what can I do? And then, you know, talking to my son and also like my son convincing me to go back to school he's like hey I need you to graduate before I graduate and I if it that. wasn't for my son to even convince me to go back to school I literally would not be in the position you know that I took that step and it's not just about school it was like literally everything because I did end up losing my job. Yeah. So, you know, with those steps of me going back to school, it was like, okay, well, let me transition, let me get closer to my school since I know I have to, you know, go back to school, utilize my financial aid for me to, you know, get somewhere to stay because I knew, you know, with gotta pay the money back, but you know, exactly. you gotta refund and stuff. <laughs> like exactly. That. Yeah. But it positioned me. I I talked to my um, you know, advisor and I'm like, do I need to physically be near the campus? And she's like, yeah, this semester I have all virtual, but the next semester, you know, I'll set it up so you can transition out here. And literally, if it wasn't for my son to, you know, say this stuff, I wouldn't have had a smooth transition. And then I end up, you know, this May coming up, I graduate and then in June, my son graduates. So
0: That's beautiful. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What let me ask you if I'm not being too intrusive, right? because is i' I'm no stranger to talking about like the relationships um and the issues that like I face between like my mother and I or my father and mm-hmm. I, you know, so what because I found that so important, you listen to something your child had to say because when I think about it, like a child doesn't know nothing, much of what they know is that mm-hmm. they love you, so yeah they may not have all the information, but I'm a firm believer in that you can learn something from anyone, right? So what is it Mm -hmm. about your son saying that to you really gave you that, like, green light to, like, be like, you know what, I'm gonna listen to you, son, like. So
1: he, he's very quiet, so let me, my son is, like, 6'2". 220 pounds oh, oh, not, the ladies are not little. Not little like, so you guys can get a visual. he's not a little like, but
0: he's your baby he's your baby he's my baby
1: um he's seen everything that i've been through and he i just found out he speaks so highly of me at school but he's like i've seen you literally go through things that you've gone through he doesn't look at it as failure he looks at it as you know you're taking a a step further to better our lives so any mistakes that i've made he hasn't been the one like oh my gosh do we really have to do this is it I'm Pisces and I feel like even though he's my son he keeps me in place to kind of like mom like really we can't do that
0: (laughs) he's g-checking his mom I love it I love it
1: (laughs) but yeah he's like and he he told me he's like you know if, if I don't graduate he'll be the first And within our family family to graduate Graduate. college, so that's why he's like, "I need you to do it so you can be the first, so I can say my mom graduated from college, and I'm going to college because my mom showed me."
0: I love it, and I cannot wait to like celebrate you some more when that time comes. I will give you a ticket. (laughs) Yes, everything because that is like beautiful. That is like one of like. The biggest conversations I will hear, like, you know, recently with everything and parents, you know, having to reconstruct their lives. We're used Mm -hmm. to being out there and fluctuating and things. But, like, our parents' generation having to be, like, oh, church virtual, this virtual, that, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And being, like, it's okay to go to school. When I was in school, I don't, like, 60% of the people in my class were not even, like, straight out of high school. They were, like, grown people that. Yep. We're taking,
1: and we from were the sitting there floor. like, yeah. Why are these old people in these classes?
0: <laughs> well, no, those were actually some of my best classmates and like friends to this yeah, day. But I know for me, yeah.
1: when I would take the night classes, I'm I in my, shot, my, like
0: 18, and I'm like, What is this 40 year old man? You now
1: know, you're know. doing in
0: this class now, I know, now you know, right? <laughs> Look at life so. <laughs> One of the other things um, that I truly, truly love in my life, uh, and I'm working on a better relationship between us, is food. Um, (laughs) I love me some food, and I love to, like, chef it up at home, especially with, like, the pandemic and, you know, not wanting to, like, eat out all the time, all those things. So when it comes to, like, food, I want to know, like, what are your eating habits like, especially because you're a mom? I don't know how y'all do it. So I have horrible Horrible, 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 and I'm vegetarian, and I have horrible eating habits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, what I'm, do you what do you consider horrible? Because I hear the word vegan, and I'm like, girl, you way better where I'm at, you know. So, so I I'm more of
1: a I'm I'm pulling away from carbs, but like French fries and French fries are like the devil, but I love them. I, I love can you eat, some potatoes. eat potatoes all day like literally all day pasta potatoes i can eat it all um when my kids are home my son actually likes to cook but you know and i'll take that uh for that for him but i'm not i do not eat meat but usually my go-to for my kids they love when i make oxtail don't Mm. ask me how don't ask me (laughs) So that's usually my go-to when they're home. Cabbage, Mm, um, oxtail, some rice, you know, mm, make it mm. real hearty and heavy. Mm, mm, Uh, If I'm by myself, I usually do like a, I try to stay, even though I have bad eating habits, I do try to stay away from carbs, especially now that we're here and we're not going out. So I substitute rice with the cauliflower right yes yeah, really good and i usually dice that up with garlic or i'll do a stir fry with it Damn. and then the heart of palm i use that pasta instead of regular pasta Dumb. so Dumb. i can like
0: indulge without the calories thank you <laughs> and i thank you for sharing those little tips because that's something else i've learned like okay there's different alternatives shout out to PR diva um she's one of my um big sisters in media especially here in Canada but she is like the queen of keto like she even has the largest like keto um club on like clubhouse and like she's taught okay. me like a lot you know making lasagna with alternative options where it's tasting just the same um i don't have an air fryer but she makes like plenty of meals that safe. You have from to get one. a lot of oil. Oh my gosh, you have to get one. That is like the best thing on earth. I'm like thinking like I'm not ready for space food. That's what I be thinking about the air fryer. I know it sounds so dangerous. Let me I'm tell you honest. if you
1: are a meat eater, you can marinate, put stick it in there, yeah, like put how it how in, I it think like
0: 25 so minutes. That's the part know. that I'm like, hmm, can I take all this microwave food? <laughs> and still be good like no but you're right there's a a lot of meals (laughs) she had these barbecue jerk wings that I'm definitely gonna have to get an air fryer to be able to make those so I'm gonna take your advice (laughs) take a chance it's worth it it is worth it is there any food that you notice that when you eat it may like boost your energy because as an entrepreneur I know sometimes our levels can get low. Like even we were talking prior, you know, I'm going through my womanly things right now. I'm like, oh, good God. I want a burger. I want this. I want that. I don't like thinking about what I'm going to eat. So what is something that you use or you would eat or drink as a mood booster when you're feeling like on the go, don't have a lot of time? So I am a
1: a true coffee drinker. Shout out to Starbucks. If you were not here, I don't know what I would do without you. (laughs) So my boost is a dark roast with (laughs) seven Splenda, (laughs) tall dark roast, seven Splenda and a mossy grain bagel with butter. That is my (laughs) go-to. Get me the Natasha Renee, (laughs) please. Yes. (laughs) Do you want cream? No cream. Yeah. And with dark roast, you got to get it at a certain time, so that means I have to get up early enough to get it so it's fresh. So yeah, that is my go-to, a tall dark roast. If I had that come back,
0: I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> I love that. I'm a tea drinker myself, but I can see all the coffee drinkers being like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Yes. <laughs> right? I wanted to ask what what are one of the things that you do in your morning routine that you feel like helps you to have a better day? Um, like I said, pray. Um, usually
1: pray. If I if I don't pray in the morning, and so let me explain my prayer. No, I'm not on my knees praying. I'm literally laying down, hitting the snooze, praying. Like that's my reason to stay in the bed. It's like, yeah. Lord, give me through this day. And then I hear the alarm. Lord, please, please get me through get me bed, this. <laughs> so, that is the truth right there. Yes, I, I tell people like praying keeps me in the bed longer, but it it does. I have to like mentally tell myself like today is your day, you got it, you got this. Even this morning, I'm like, you got this, no problem, no worries. All right get up and go and then I'm like I have that like when I finally get through it that want to get up and I'm up and
0: moving around exactly I love it I love it and um I remember a while back I shared this uh, meme and it was like prayers are a part of my boardroom and like it's 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 true like the more I've learned to let go of self and let God be a part of like what I'm doing, the posts I'm making, the content, you know, curating the things that I'll say yes to being a part of. I found like mm-hmm. you spoke on vulnerability earlier and um, that's something I'm learning. It's very, it's very important in terms of like working with gratitude and being vulnerable, all those things. Yep. So um, definitely, definitely strong words of advice. Right. So Natasha, if there was something that you could tell your younger self, what would one of, what would one of those things be? Keep writing. Keep writing. Keep writing. Yep. I love it. I love it. Keep writing. I need to say that. <laughs> to myself, Keep writing. Right. What is, what is something that you say helps you get out the writer's block funk sometimes, or what is one of those um, weird writer things to my writers and journalists out there? What is something that you do, maybe that audio books. We, we we talked about it. Audio books. Audio
1: really help me. Um, like I said, with James Patterson. James Patterson is such a tell writer. Um, it's a fiction. You know, he does fiction books. He does the um, what is it? Uh, Alex Cross series. Okay. So, along came a spider, and um, what is it? I I've, I've gone through all the books, so I'm trying to think of the ones were on tv the movies but kiss the girls but the books um it's i don't remember which book it was and and by the way he's a white writer but if you listen to alex cross is a black man and when you read these series you really think that the writer is a black writer um it was one I don't remember which book it was, but I remember him going, he described the college dorm and walking in the dorm. He's like, as I walked in the dorm and these are not his words verbatim, but he's like listening to the the sounds of arrested development and looking at the wall, looking at the uh, ice cube posters on the wall. And it's like, you, I felt like you I was literally in that room. Yeah. So I use him as my muse. So when I do write, I try to write as detailed as I, I am. And one of my friends, when she started reading my series, Case of the X, the first thing that she said was, I felt like I was that person. I said, I got it. I did it. I achieved what I wanted to achieve. But yet, listening to audio books that are fiction get me back because I like to hear the detail. Not the self-help, the fiction ones work because you wanna feel like when you're closing your eyes or when you're listening, you wanna feel like you're there. Mm-hmm. And so those are the type of books that help because I'm listening, but also listening to the words and getting the feeling when I do audiobooks versus actually reading the books.
0: Yeah, and I love that too, because as you said that, the thought came to mind, like audiobooks is a great, great tool because like you're speaking on um james patterson with his example and just being like really um descriptive so if i'm listening to it and i'm not feeling that then it wasn't written in a way that was mm-hmm. descriptive so very 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 thank you for the fruit you know <laughs> people say keys we have fruit right over yes <laughs> so i want you to let everyone know natasha where they can support you, where they can find you, follow you, and also we're normalizing here um, how you prefer to be approached.
1: (laughs) I'm so happy you said that (laughs) because I I do a, I'm so happy you said that. I do a um, weekly live on Facebook and I always say, please do not DM me. (laughs) I'm going to answer the (laughs) DMs or DM right away. But the best place to reach me is on Instagram, Natasha Renee underscore the creator, you can send me a message on there, I will respond to the messages on there. Also, my link tree is on there. So once you click the link tree, the chapter series is the first name that's up there. And then all my podcast information. That's the best place to go is to Natasha Renee underscore the
0: creator. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I want to say thank you so much, Queen, for just sharing your story and being so vulnerable today. And I was truly inspired being like a journalist and I'm definitely in a rut of writing right now. So I really thank you for your words. It spoke to me and I'm hoping you guys at home were blessed by it as well. natasha renee she chose not to waste time with negativity today she <laughs> ate fruit minded her business with us thank you queen and i really hope you have a beautiful beautiful day and rest of year 2022 so is right there right there literally right there <laughs> right.
1: About to go downtown,
0: downtown hey yeah. Welcome to Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. The conversations you never get to hear with me, Kay Blair. Weekly where we gain inspiration from our special guests. Thank you for tuning in and sharing, subscribing to us each and every week. This week's episode is sponsored by Shop Downtown, your one-stop shop for everything Downtown World. You can visit and support us at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.downtownworld.com. DWNTWNWRLD.com. Now, let's get into this week's bowl of fruit, eat fruit, and mind your business.